the anime summit newscast it's your favorite host for the most sam the bomb and i am here on march 27th 2020 and you know what it's getting warmer outside the snow is melting except now it's like supposed to rain this weekend and my god my courtyard is a mess oh shit such a damn mess you guys i need help i need help cleaning it up so whoever wants to volunteer to come over and clean that shit up for me. I'll pay you and cats. Anyway, um, dude, whew, just like this week's uh, news or this week's uh, podcast episode, this newscast might be long as well. Um, and then you know, I thought I would give you, <coughs> excuse me, I thought I would give you a um, a small little update on what I've been doing. Uh, help give you some ideas with isolation and things like that uh, towards the end of the podcast, kind of at the end. That way, you know, uh, and kind of give you an update on what we're doing here at Anime Summit to uh, get you guys some extra content while we're all kind of hunkering down a little bit. So anyway, yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot of stuff, dude. Holy shit. Like a lot of shit. <laughs> um, anyway. I do want to start off by saying that I want to dedicate this episode to uh, William Dufres or Dufries, known as Bill Dufries. He was a voice actor. He was one. Of the, he was a voice actor known for uh, voicing Bob the Builder, but he's also lent his voice to a bunch of uh, Loop on the Third movies. Um, he was Subaru in the in the anime movie X. Um, he had other dubbed roles in Angel Cop, Pat Labor, Appleseed, New Dominion Tank Police, um, other things like that. Also want to dedicate this to voice actor Hiroshi Masuoka. He portrayed Master Roshi on Dragon Ball Z and some other Dragon Ball spinoff stuff. Um, and and l- actually multiple roles. Uh, that's not even like the latest stuff he's done. He's actually done so many other roles and I don't I thought I had it had it listed uh in front of me oh here we go he also did Masuo and Seizai-san and Jam in Sareki on Panman um he's been around for a while he's 80 some years old and you know he just got up there in age and I think he um had kind of a heart problem so I think it's what I read but yeah so this episode is dedicated to you two Bill Dufries Hiroshi Masuoka, love you guys. Thank you so much for giving us entertainment and all the love. Um, let's get into the non-anime news, and then we'll take a break in the middle, and then we'll get get it on. So I was cruising Facebook, and I saw this trailer for this, and I think it was like on, because I follow Game Informer on Facebook, and there was like this trailer for this game called Bleeding Edge. And it's basically a four-on-four, like, third-person arena fighter game. And it basically is Fight Club. But, like, in, like, the future where, like, cybernetic augmentation is, like, 
running rampant. It's almost a crime. It's like illegal. You know what I mean? And there's these underground fight clubs that are happening and people are getting augmented and stuff to compete in these. It's really, it's like a crazy cast of like Mad Max looking characters, you know? Um, apocalyptic looking characters but it's like a four-on-four 3d third third person like fighting arena game which is pretty cool and they streamed it the game informer youtube streamed it i i was gonna watch some gameplay of it and i i missed the stream but it looks pretty cool let me know if you guys have heard of this because like i'll totally buy this if you guys want to play it um with me but it released uh, a couple days ago on xbox and windows 10 so yeah, check that out. Bleeding Edge. That's what it's called. Microsoft is giving away free Minecraft education content. They're giving away uh, free education content to help kids out of school since the coronavirus is going around and they've, they've closed schools down. Um, a lot of kids have like had spring break, so they were off for a week anyway, but they're still remaining closed for obvious reasons. Um, so if you uh, are listening to this and you have children at home and you're kind of looking to get more stuff. I know also LeVar Burton is doing a podcast where he is reading uh, stories. Um, Neil Gaiman actually tweeted at him and said, I give you full permission to like read my stories on your podcast or your YouTube channels or whatever it is you do. So if you're a YouTuber content creator or a streamer and you're trying to give content to people, Neil Gaiman has given blanket permission to do his stories on your channel and stuff, you know, royalty free and stuff like that. So yeah, anyway, Microsoft giving away a free Minecraft education uh, content. So if you're a parent, you got kids, kids love Minecraft. I, I know people of all ages who play Minecraft, you know, Trisha's nieces and nephew, my nieces and nephews, um, on her side, they, they, they love it. They love Roblox. They love Minecraft. Um, and uh, you know, a lot of people on our server just love Minecraft in general. So if you have kids, uh, and you Minecraft with them, and they Minecraft. There's free education content that Microsoft's giving away for them. Um, Pokemon. So we had a Nintendo Mini Direct. Actually, you know what? I'm going to save the Nintendo Mini Direct stuff for the end of the non-anime news. I'm gonna, let's get into the other stuff first. Um, Borderlands 3, Guns, Love, and Tentacles. If you bought the season pass, you will get this free of charge. Um, other than that, I think it costs like 20 bucks or 30 bucks or something like that. But yeah, Borderlands 3 homies, Guns, Love, and Tentacles DLC is out now. Integrates CEO teases three unannounced games. If you don't know who Integrates is, and I've, I've said this many times, I love Integrates. They were responsible for developing the Mega Man Zero series, and, um, they have also done Mega Man 9 and Mega Man 10, and they've, uh worked on Bloodstained, and they did Azure Striker Gunvolt, which is kind of like another Mega Man-like platformer uh, game. Uh, they're they're doing... They have three unannounced games. I'm kind of excited to know what those are. I love Integrates. I love Azure Striker. Um, they also did Mighty Number no. 9, which was a huge failure in my opinion, but anyway, that's exciting. I'm excited. If you're a Mega Man fan, I've been really into Mega Man lately. Like... Because I got a Humble Bundle with Mega Man X collect- Legacy Collection on it. Which was like perfect timing because I've been practicing speedrunning Mega Man X and Mega Man X1. Or Mega Man X1 and Mega Man X2. Um, which I have not done in a couple days. So I might have to uh, might have to get on that. Anyway, I'll talk to you about Mega Man at a later time. A uh, new Guilty Gear Strive trailer uh, showed Amelia Rage and Zato 1. Um, 
which is pretty sweet. I'm excited. I'm glad they're showing us all these characters. But that initial Strive trailer showed that one character. It was like a big dude in like a white outfit, and he looked like a samurai with like a mask. I want to see that guy. Like I want to see the trailer for some new characters because all we've seen so far is Soul, Bad Guy, Kai, May, Axolo, Chip Zanif, Potemkin, and Faust. And then now we've seen Millie Rage and Zato One, or you know Ed, Eddie Zato One. So I'm excited, but I want to see some new shit. Let's get some new shit up in here. Uh, Gears Tactics. If you're a Gears of War fan, there's a new game called Gears Tactics, which was announced at E3 2018 alongside Gears 5. And uh, there was some gameplay trailer revealed, and it looks pretty cool. It actually kind of reminds me of, like, like, oh, man, have you ever played, what is it called, Arc the Lad? Arc the Lad 4 on the PlayStation 2? Great game, by the way. It kind of reminds me of that. It's not a grid-based tactics game. It's, like, um, it's kind of free movement, and you kind of direct the movement uh you know and from a third angle camera which is kind of cool um i like i like tactical rpgs i have not played one in a long time um let me know what your favorite tactical rpg is if you if you're into those um resident evil 3's resistance man we we saw more we're getting more gameplay trailers of this and we saw that little teaser trailer of it a while ago and um yeah, man, it looks sweet. I'm, I almost kind of want to buy Resident Evil Three just to buy, get have this resistance, just to play this resistance mode, this co op thing with other people. Um, I have never actually played Resident Evil Three when I was younger. I don't, I didn't play scary games. Um, I didn't play Resident Evil Two until like way later when I was older. But like, yeah, I've never played RE Three before. Um, so I actually might just buy it anyway, just so I can play some RE Three. That is for show. Um, let's not read that one. So the Chicago Alternative Comics Expo cake um, has been postponed. Not canceled, but postponed. There are going to be some convention news that I have here. Because like I said on the last newscast, if conventions and things like that are canceled, I want to be able to tell you guys that so I can direct you where to get refunds or anything like that, Okay. So I just want to keep people informed on that kind of stuff just because people, you know, people may not know it. Um, I would assume that if you did buy a ticket or anything like that, that was the first thing you thought of when we were being told to stay home and stuff like that. But just for the people who did, don't know, um, you know, I'll say it anyway. But yeah, Chicago Alternative Comics Expo has been postponed, um, obviously. Uh, they said, though, we truly wish... Uh, circumstances were different. Cake does not want to risk the health of people within our community or those outside of it. Um, please know that postponing the show was a choice we made with careful consideration and a unanimous agreement. Um, so I think it was supposed to take place like in May or something. They've moved it to June now. Um, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is still at its original July date. Um, which I honestly, you know, I don't know if it's a good idea. I don't know. I think to get ahead, we should probably wait longer. But, um, yeah, it's been postponed till June. It doesn't say anything about refunding tickets or anything, but it's been postponed, not canceled. So, uh, yeah, cake. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, how a sequel webcomic resolves the film's cliffhanger. Um, I didn't know there was a, uh, a, a, a sequel to the... A, a comic that was a sequel to the movie but apparently it's called super mario brothers 2 um 
and it was called just like the sequel to the movie or something. It was it's a sequel to the really bad movie, but it's a comic, and apparently it went unfinished. Uh, but yeah, it uses the lore and the universe built from the movie. Like I'm I'm like reading the comic right now as I'm talking to you, and there's like here's Daisy with the little crystal rock thing around her neck, and then I think that's supposed to be that's supposed to be Toad neck thing. I have no idea, but it's goofy. It's goofy as hell. Um, them's are supposed to probably be shy guys. And then here's the end of the movie right here, which is really funny where Daisy knocks on the door and she's like, Luigi Mario. Oh, see, I can see that. Some pages are colored and some are not, so it's unfinished. That's really funny. So if you just type in Super Mario Brothers 2, the movie sequel comic, it's it's up on on there's a there's a website for it and you can just read it for free on there. Um, I think the creator just put it on there just because it never got finished or something. I don't know, but you can just Google that and read it. Super Mario Brothers two movie sequel comic. If you've never seen the movie, I highly suggest watching it. It's terrible, but it's so terrible that it's good. I don't know. It's got that charm, terrible charm to it. Um, Dragon's Lair adaptation eyeing Ryan Reynolds to star and produce. Oh man, that would be so perfect. That would be actually really perfect. Um, if you've never played Dragon's Lair or heard of it, basically it was this arcade game that was basically an animated film, and it was animated by Don Bluth Studios and Animation Studios, and it was uh, Don Bluth directed it as well. So if you're familiar with films like Secret of Nim, Land Before Time, Five Ago, uh, American Tale, American Tale Two, Five Goes West. That's basically the same animation. Um, but yeah, Dragons, it was an arcade game, and you had to react with a button or a directional uh, button. It was like a big arcade button. And in order to dodge monsters and attack monsters and get through all the traps and tricks that the the Dragon's Lair threw at you, you had to hit this react button perfectly and things like that. It was really cool. I would love to see a movie starring Ryan Reynolds as the as the uh knight dirk that would be sick i would love to watch the shit out of that bloodshot did okay so i didn't even know this movie was a thing until a few weeks ago but apparently bloodshot based on the valiant cinematic universe or valiant comics and they were trying to make a valiant cinematic universe uh starring vin diesel apparently it did very bad and People are saying it didn't do bad because of, you know, theaters closing due to the virus. I think they're, they're predicting that it did really bad because it was just bad. And I think they're legit trying to build a Valiant Cinematic Universe. And, uh, you know, with the return of Valiant Comics a few years ago, I can see why that would be an option. But, like, yeah, they had a budget of $45 million and it only raked in $9 million on its opening weekend. So, um I, I and honestly in my opinion I do think that the 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 coronavirus closing theaters did have an impact on that. It'd be so lame to say that that wasn't part of it cuz it definitely was. But you know, if you're a Valiant Comics fan, let me know cuz the only ones I've ever read were I've read Exo Manowar um Faith I've read a couple of that of them. I've never read Bloodshot. I didn't. I don't remember Bloodshot very much. But yeah, I don't know, man. Let me know what you think. Lupin the Third. 
Uh, oh, wait. Nope, that's anime news. Sorry. Sorry, bitches. Um, okay, here we go. After big sales drop, GameStop is permanently closing 300 stores. Okay, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's let's go backwards a little bit and see how this happened. So first off, I think it was a newscast last year that I did it, like in the beginning of fall, where we talked about how a bunch of stores closed, and then last summer how Game Informer had to lay off employees. And I had some friends that, that worked there too, and it was they were affected by it, and it sucks. Then we go forward a little bit, we go forward a little bit, and then they close more stores. Then we come to just a couple weeks ago where Reggie Reggie Phil's aim, is that his name? I forget his name. I know his name is Reggie. But the CEO of Nintendo, uh, he hops on the board. And then now we just got this news, and this news came out today, by the way. Uh, big sales drop. GameStop is permanently closing 300 stores. I mean... Oh, Lord. I knew people who worked at GameStop. I've had friends who worked at GameStop. My brother worked at a GameStop. It was it was terrible pay, terrible hours. The employees were bad. Uh, the, the managers, I mean, the, the manager where my brother worked at, the one my brother worked at was cool. But it, it, it was just not good. Not good. The, the way that management worked on their shit, I, I mean, it, it's not just that, though. It's it's a multitude of stuff, right? It, it's, it's, also, it's also stuff like, besides the, the fact that they barely give you anything when you trade in stuff, which is the most common criticism, obviously, because, like, it, it's, it's like a fucking meme at this point, okay? It's a joke. But, like, it's also the way they treat their, like, new products and their refurbished, quote-unquote, products. I mean, I've seen videos of people doing unboxings of quote-unquote refurbed PS4s and Xbox Ones and things like that. One of the big tech... I follow a lot of tech YouTubers because I myself am now getting into console refurbishing, console repair, and things like that. One of the big guys I follow is named Tronix Fix on YouTube. Definitely should watch. While you're in isolation, those videos are fun as fuck to watch. Um... And he actually helped me fix a PS4, which is really cool. He got a refurbished one, and he opened it up. He said that it smelled like smoke. It was definitely in a smoker's house, which means it was not cleaned properly. You can actually get that smoke smell out if you clean it properly. Um, it was dusty. The They had, like, tried to reball it but didn't, so they put it back. It was weird. It was goofy. And... He, he even got contacted by GameStop, like, after that video went up, and he did another video on it, like, oh, check it out, they sent me a new one. It, dude, it's 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 a lot of stuff. It's not just the, that the fact that they don't give you barely nothing. It's also the fact that, and it sucks because I love physical media. I want to buy physical games if I can, but the way GameStop does it, like, I have not pre-ordered a game from GameStop in a long time. If I ever wanted to, any physical games I pre-ordered in the last few years, I've done it through a local game store or uh, uh, Target. Like, I got I got Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep at Target, I think. Um, uh, I, I even think I got Pokemon Soul Silver, pre-ordered Pokemon Soul Silver at Target. Walmart, they, they, Walmart still does Midnight 
like releases too by the way so if you pre-order games and you can do midnight releases there at walmart like i don't know it, it, gamestop is just bad it's bad business and and maybe i'm wrong i'd love to have a discussion on it but if you want to have a discussion on it and we totally can on the discord but yeah anyway i spent way too much time talking about that so let's move <laughs> let's move on to the nintendo direct stuff i am excited man this is cool and man Everyone's going ham on Animal Crossing, and I still don't have a Switch. I still don't have a Switch. I'm thinking when all this corona bullshit is over, I'm going to go out and just grab a paycheck and just take it to, like, a local game store, you know, one of my local business game stores, and just buy a Switch. Like, I just need one. I need a Switch. First of all, I need it for my portable collection. Second of all, I'm behind on the times, dog. I am behind on the times. I always get consoles really late. And I just want to switch. I just want to fucking switch. Real shit. Real speech. But apparently the next Smash Ultimate DLC character is going to be a character from ARMS, which was one of the launch titles of the Switch, which is a really fun game. I love ARMS. I think it's a great game. They also showed a new trailer for Bravely Default 2, which is pretty sweet. Um, that is the, the the next Bravely game. Uh, there was a direct sequel to the first Bravely Default called Bravely Second End Layer. This is the actual sequel to the series, Bravely Default 2. The trailer looks very sweet. It looks like a very sweet, brave, uh, Bravely game, which I, I have the first Bravely Default on 3DS. I think I'm going to start it now that we're in fucking isolation. I might as well start it. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. This is what people were hoping for. The last few Nintendo Directs, people were like, Ah, oh, Xenoblade, 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 give me Xenoblade. And now we finally got at least a remaster, which is pretty sweet. Uh, the company 2K is releasing Switch collections for Borderlands, XCOM, and Bioshock, which is really sweet. I mean, who doesn't want those games portable? You know what I mean? So that's pretty awesome. Um, uh, Bravely, oh, that's pretty beautiful too. Okay, here we go, here we go. Uh, Wonderful 101 remastered is coming to the Switch. And it's also coming for PlayStation 4 and PC also, which is weird because I thought that was a Nintendo property, but I guess it's not. Um, but yeah, there was they, there was a Kickstarter for a remastered version of it, and it, it, it surpassed uh, its goal. And now we're getting a Switch version, and there was extended goals, and now we're getting a PS4 and PC version. So that's exciting, man. Wonderful. Some Pokemon news. The new uh, uh, DLC for... Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield reveals the Isle of Armor where you go and that expansion uh, will should be accessible to, at the end of June sometime. Um, so it's not just the Isle of Armor. It's the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra. And I think it depends. Uh, oh, wait. Okay, no, it's both places. Never mind. So it's both games. So Isle of Armor you get at the end of June and the Crown Tundra uh, expansion in the fall so they only showed info on the isle of armor since that's what's coming first but you can go to the isle of armor and get the legendary pokemon cub fu which is like a kung fu little bear little bear with kung fu which is amazing by the way it's two of my two favorite things of mine in one bears and martial arts super sweet and then in the on the isle of armor after you get cub fu from the training dojo you, there's one of two towers you can go to, the Tower of Darkness and the Tower of Water. And if you take Kubfu, if you brave the the towers, uh, whichever one you brave first, um, Kubfu's evolution will turn into Urshifu, 
which is like, you know, Urza, which is like a bear, uh, and then Shifu, which is like a sensei or master in Chinese. Uh, Urshifu. If you take it to the Tower of Darkness, it will evolve into the single strike style Urshifu. If you take it to the Tower of Water, it will evolve into the rapid strike style Urshifu, which is more of like a, a a crane style. And then the single strike dark style is more of like a like an iron horse stance, iron arm kung fu stance, which is really friggin' cool. Super sick. I thought that was really dope. So I'm pretty excited for that. I, I definitely want to to get a Switch for Pokemon also. People are having so much fun with Pokemon. So I'm having so much fun with Animal Crossing as well. I just really need to hop on that and stop being a yutz. But yeah, there's the non-anime news. I got a lot of anime news at the end. And then we'll have a little chat about uh, things during isolation and things like that at the end, okay? Uh, but yeah, let's take a small break real quick so I can uh, um, itch my butt. Oh yeah, okay, check that out. Links.net, you can find everything right there. Um, Discord, link is right there. Okay, join us in the Discord if you want to talk to me. I'm not really on social media anymore. Um, my Facebook is only for personal use, um, close friends and family, so I don't add anyone on there. I'm only there on, on, on Discord. So if you want to talk to me um, in a more direct fashion, uh, Discord is the best way to, to get, out, get at me. I don't use Twitter or anything anymore, so... Um, but yeah, links.animesummit.net, you can find all of our, our social medias and Discord right there and YouTube channels as well. And patreon.com slash animesummit. If you become a patron today, we'll give you some extra content, exclusive content, exclusive Discord channel where you can be at and talk to other patrons and hang out and things of that nature. Also on the patron Discord channel, I, you know, I tell you guys behind the scenes stuff as they're going on. You get, uh, episodes as soon as they're being done being edited, Sometimes, and I, I say as soon as they're done being edited, because sometimes we'll record on a Tuesday, and then I'll edit it Wednesday night, and then you'll get it Wednesday, and sometimes we record on a Monday, and then I'll edit it Tuesday night, and you'll get it Tuesday night. Or there could be a hiccup, like this was with this past week with this really huge episode, our first Decade Spotlight episode. Um, uh or not first decade, but our decade spotlight episode of the 2010s to, to 2019 was a really huge episode. It was three, three and a half hours long, really huge. And I just had a lot of editing. I ran into editing issues and, um, I ran into upload issues after that. So it came out really late. So I apologize to the patrons for that. You guys didn't get that one early and things like that. But, um, normally as soon as they're done being edited, I give it to you guys for sure. I'm also going to be working on some patron-only casts. One of the first things we're doing right now is we're doing solo casts. So it's just like, it basically the newscast isn't just me by myself, right? We're going to be doing Anime Summit episodes where it's just Danny. One is like just Nick. It's called a Nick ca- Anime Summit Nick cast, Anime Summit Danny cast, Anime Summit Sam cast. If, you were, uh, are, if you've been a patron in the past couple of weeks, you... Uh, saw that I posted a theme song that because we're each going to have our own theme song for the podcast, which was Danny's idea. Um, I already wrote and recorded mine with the help of Danny, Danny's voice, and I, I, I posted it on there for you guys to listen to. So, yeah, 
you know, I already have my theme song that I wrote, wrote and recorded and composed myself. And I previewed that to you guys. So you guys are going to hear that when I do a anime summit patron cast, that's a song cast. So those solo casts are just for you guys, uh, just for patrons. They're not going to be, I'm not going to give them to upload them to the public for, I don't know, a couple of years, not even, you know what I mean? I might not even do that. So that's, that's another thing that you're getting as a patron. You're getting exclusive podcasts and exclusive vlogs and things like that. So yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Who actually there's not as much anime news as I thought, but there is a lot still. <laughs> um, Netflix is a Castlevania animated show. gets fourth season. We just did our third season review. Netflix announced, that they are doing a fourth season which is good obviously i think we all knew that was coming so but they finally did announce that they are uh going to do that they have not given a date yet but they did add that i can't wait to see them go against the sisters and see some shit it's gonna be nice funimation to stream the new soccer wars kaguya-sama season two and the millionaire detective animes so when those drop they will be on funimation streaming services um, Dropout Idol Fruit Tart. Here's some upcoming anime hype for the summer. Dropout Idol Fruit Tart. That's a funny name. It looks like an idol anime, but I gotta say these characters are super cute. Most idol animes, the characters are super cute. But you know what? This 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 art this art style, like the way the characters are are designed, is a style that I deeply deeply enjoy more than all the Love Live Bang Dream show by rock bull crap that all looks the same i hate that art style i hate it so much because all i can think about is love live and bang dream and all that shit when i see that art style this art style more so looks like kind of like new game gabriel dropout kind of very cute very cute the it's based on a manga and the story the story goes when the first year high school student student ino sakura heads to tokyo to pursue becoming an idol she teams up with fellow nizon Nazumi dorm residents, unpopular former child actor Roko, musician Hayu, and model Nina to form a new idol unit, Fruit Tart. These dropout idols get back on their feet and enter the world of show business to prevent their dorm from being demolished. Of course, that's the premise. We gotta, we gotta prevent our club from closing down. Ugh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Crying Freeman's Rio, Rio. Ryoichi Ikigami launches new manga miniseries. If you've never read Crying Freeman, I highly suggest it. That is an old school, like, adult action manga. Super good. There was an OVA that was okay. And there was even a live action movie made here in America with uh, Mark Tacascos. But no, um, the manga is really good. Crying Freeman is really good. Um, a three chapter manga miniseries titled Samayoru Ona or Wandering Woman. With one new chapter for each new issue of the magazine, beginning with the magazine's next issue on April 10th, uh, that is uh, Big Comic Superior. So uh, I am excited to read that, obviously, because I love Crying Freeman a lot. So that's going to be cool. New Soccer Wars game combat trailer streamed. I am so excited to f- to fucking play this. Like, god damn it. I love Soccer Wars, and I've never played a Soccer Wars game before. The first one we got was like one on the Wii, I think. Right? Yeah, like, because the rest of them have been in Japan only since then. But yeah, no, I think the, uh, I think the, uh, first one we got in America was on the Wii. So this one's actually coming out in America as well. And I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to play this. I really want to play this. I really want to play a Soccer Wars game. Um, but it's coming out in Japan on December 12th for PlayStation 4. And then I think, uh, we're getting, 
it like in 2021 or something oh wait the game will ship oh wait hold on a second i am <sighs> there we go hold on a second came out in japan last december so the last year and then we're getting it april 28th so that's exciting we're getting it in a month that's exciting i'm gonna play the shit out of that man kodansha comics vertical release manga digitally on isneo e-comics platform Kodansha Comics and Vertical announced on Friday that they are launching nearly their entire digital manga library on Isneo, a European digital comics, manga, and webtoons distribution platform. The two publishers will feature 2,000 of their manga works in English, including manga such as Attack on Titan, Ghost in the Shell, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Eternal Edition, Fairy Tale, Fire Force, and the Quintessential Quintuplets. The first volume of more than 270 series will have a special promotional price of 99 cents. Kodansha Comics will also start releasing its weekly simul-pub manga chapters on Isneo soon for manga such as Eden Zero, Attack on Titan, Domestic Girlfriend to Your Eternity, and Apo Sims. Isneo is available on web browsers, Android and Apple tablets, and smartphones, NVIDIA Shield, and on the Nintendo Switch. Works on the service are both available are available both offline and online. Readers can have a subscription to the service or can purchase books individually. That's really cool, man. Wait, so can I can I use Isneo here, or is that just a UK thing? Oh, look at this. Because it's a European digital comics place. But no, I can make an account right now, dude. You can get one month free, no strings attached. There's, like, all kinds of other comics and stuff on here, too, guys. That's really cool. You should check that out. Uh, this is pretty funny. Actor Bruce Willis crashes into a house as as Doraemon in a TV ad. I always think it's funny when celebrities from other countries or in America go and do Japanese TV commercials. I love it. I don't know why. I just do. Um, like, I remember the Coca-Cola Final Fantasy IX commercials. Well, I don't remember it, but I remember watching it on YouTube. Um, they, they've they had, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger do, like, Japanese energy drinks before. And I just think it's always so cool when you have celebrities doing, like, American celebrities doing anime things or things with anime in them. Um, but, yeah, apparently John Reno did uh, a Doraemon commercial as well. If you don't know who that is, he's the guy who played uh, Leon and Leon the Professional. But yeah, that's pretty funny. You can just Google that or YouTube that. Evangelion Battlefield smartphone game delays its release. The official Twitter account for Evangelion Battlefields, um, which is the smartphone game by Mobcast, announced on Wednesday that Mobcast has delayed the game's release. They didn't announce a new release date. It was an originally slated to launch this Thursday, so yesterday. Um, but yeah. That's really cool. I mean, it's not cool that it's delayed, but I didn't know that there was a mobile Evangelion game called Evangelion Battlefields. Crunchyroll to stream ReZero, uh, ReZero's second season. So, yeah, dude, uh, that's coming out soon. That uh, that took a while. It got de- I know it got delayed from spring to summer season due to uh, the virus, you know, kind of delaying a lot of works and things like that. Understandably so. So, yeah. Uh, ReZero 2. Uh, G-Kids licensed Lupin the Third first CG anime film. This is, we, we talked about this a couple months, like a couple months ago. Um, but yeah, it's like a CG anime film, not CG like Beastars or Land of Lustrous or things like that. Like full-on CG like Dragon Quest Your Story or, you know, uh, Shrek or Toy Story. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like that. And actually it's directed by the same guy who did Dragon Quest Your Story. 
and I've heard it's pretty amazing. But yeah, G Kids will be showing the film uh, here in America, so that's really cool. Here's some upcoming anime hype. I believe this is for f- summer, I think, but it's called Kuma 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 Bear. It's already a 10 out of 10 anime for me, if you can imagine why. Um, but basically, it is a VR MMO thing. Uh, 15-year-old Yuna prefers staying home. Oh, wait, we talked, we've mentioned this. That's right. Okay. Um, 15-year-old Yuna prefers staying at home and obsessively playing her favorite VR MMO game to doing anything else, including going to school. When a strange new update gives her a one-of-a-kind bear outfit that comes with, comes with overpowered abilities, Yuna is torn. The outfit is unbearably cute, but too embarrassing to wear in-game. But then she suddenly finds herself transported into the world of the game, facing down monsters and magic for real, and the bear suit becomes the best weapon. So it's another fucking VR MMO isekai that's really annoying, but I might just watch it because there's a bunch of bear faces, and the, even the two main characters right on top of these huge bear faces wearing ribbons, and that is really cute, so it's a 10 on 10 anime. I'm not even going to watch it. It's automatically 10 on 10. Y-Cross franchise gets new TV anime in 2020. If you've never heard of Y-Cross, this is a, a Japanese card game. Um, I don't know how to play it. Actually, I, I learned how a while ago when it first came out. But um, it's uh, spelled W-I-X-O-S-S, and I actually had it in anime as well. But there is a new anime coming out in 2020 called Lost Lost Storage. Uh, Lost Storage Conflated Y-Cross. Um there is not really any information on the anime itself, but if you're into Y-Cross, you're a Y-Cross fan, there's a new anime coming out for it. Um, the third Fate's Day Night movie, Heaven's Feel anime film, delayed to April 25th. Um, it, it was delayed from March 28th to Saturday, Saturday, April 25th. I do believe the governor of Tokyo today advised everyone to stay at home indefinitely, too, due to the coronavirus, so... That is understandable, but yeah, actually, I don't even know why I said this. This is like Japanese news, right? Because like we're not in Japan, we're not waiting for the third Heaven's Feel movie. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, Masaki Yuasa, Japan sinks anime reveals main cast. Uh, I believe this is a movie, right? I don't feel the main cast news says upcoming anime series adaptation of Sakio Komatsu's Japan sinks, a science fiction novel. Oh, okay. Ooh. This looks really good. Um, the original disaster sci-fi novel begins when a series of natural disasters hit Japan. Massive tectonic shifts cause volcanic eruptions from remote Japanese islands, triggering earthquakes and eventually triggering more eruptions and volcanoes in the Japanese mainland. Through it all, a team of scientists attempt to convince the Japanese government that the Japanese uh, archipelago will soon sink beneath the sea sooner than anyone expected. Um... Yeah, okay. Oh, so in the novel, this novel was was in the 70s. And so I guess the way Masaki Yuasa is doing it. Oh, it's going to be Netflix. Okay. We'll debut worldwide on Netflix in 2020, 10 episodes. Okay, so I guess the way they're doing it, instead of making it take place in the 70s, though, they're going to move it to modern day, which is like a natural practice that people have been doing when adapting uh, older stories lately. So that makes sense. Masaki Yuasa, though, that's exciting. And, uh, I mean, he did Devil Man Crybaby for Netflix, so I'm sure that was kind of a match made in heaven for him to do this uh, for Netflix as well. Anime Frontier Convention cancels inaugural event due to coronavirus concerns the anime frontier powered by crunchyroll convention informed 
Anime News Network on Wednesday that it has canceled its inaugural event out of an abundance of caution for concerns over the virus. And organizers will hold the event on May 14th to the 16th, 2021. Attendees who already bought tickets for the convention may retain them for entry next year or request a refund. All exhibitors that were scheduled for booths at the convention may also have have their participation moved to next year or request a refund. So again, like other conventions I mentioned uh, on the last newscast, this is a, a your choice kind of thing. You can get your money back now to refund the ticket, or you can just pre-reg for next year. Um, up to you. So yeah, that's for Anime Frontier. Tamiyomi Baseball Anime's video previews opening song. I'm excited for this anime, dude. Is These are like... It's like some girls playing some baseball and shit. I am excited for this. Tamiomi, uh, based on the manga, Tamiomi Baseball. Uh, this comes out spring, I believe. Uh, so actually, what is it, April? Okay, no, oh wait, the manga. Yes, springtime. Do the springtime. It's going to be begin airing on April 1st. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for that, man. Tamiomi. Tamiomi Baseball. Peter Grill on the Philosopher's Time reveals theme song artist and visual. Um, this is the anime, the fantasy anime about Peter Grill. He's like a knight. And then uh, Luvalia Sanctos, who is also a knight. Um, he win- wins a fighting tournament being crowned the world's strongest warrior. And he discovers a downside to his new newfound fame. Women of all species, from ogres to elves, are scrambling over each other for his seed to ensure they have the strongest babies possible. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty goofy. Because uh, I remember when we we actually mentioned this, all right, a couple of newscasts ago, we mentioned it. And I was like, oh, this looks really cool, and then it turns out it's just some harem bullcrap. Uh, Ikebukuro Westgate Park anime reveals cast and staff. This is a summer anime, so some summer hype. The series is set in Tokyo's Ikebukuro Ward in the eponymous Ikebukuro Nishiguchi Koen, known by locals as Ikebukuro Westgate Park. The story centers on Makoto Majima, the son of a local fruit vendor and known as the troubleshooter of Ikebukuro. He helps everyone from his friends to local street tops in solving various incidents. So it's just an anime about a guy who hangs out in Ikebukuro and... Uh, he helps people every day. I don't know. <laughs> like, it seems kind of like, you know what? It might be one of those animes that's going to be, like, really good, but just has a simple premise, you know? But, no, it might be good. You never know. It looks cool. Like, the visual looks really good. The design looks really good. Uh, Gundam Hathaway anime film cast Kensho Ono, Reina Ueda, and Jun Shisuabe as voice actors. This looks like a Gundam anime film, like, I've never seen. This, I've never seen a Gundam uh anime movie or series have this kind of art style to it it looks super crazy this is supposed to be like a three-part three movies three-part thing um the film will open in july japan on july 23rd with a tagline on the visual to the right the new key visual that they just released shars ideals and am amaro's passion the heir of their wills 32 years after shars counterattack so this takes place in the uc uh 105 UC 0105 and uh, uh yeah cuz i believe i believe uh Char's counterattack was like 0093 i think or 0090 something like that so yeah dude that is crazy man crazy so so crazy um 
I'm excited for that. I I, I, I want to see this. I, I had really fun watching Gundam Thunderbolt with Nick. That was super sick, dude. Like, Gundam Thunderbolt's awesome. Um, yeah, dude. Data Bullet, anime reveal staff, theatrical anime format, and visual. So people, I guess people didn't know that this was going to be a movie. I thought we had talked about it before and said it was going to be a movie. But basically, this is a spinoff of Data Live that centers around the 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 gothic character uh, Kurumi, uh, Kurumi Tokisaki. Uh, that's why it's called Data Bullet, because that's what her, she uses a gun. But yeah, dude, it, it's pretty sweet, and there's actually a fourth season of Data Live in the works also. I never watched Data Live 3. I've seen the first two. Honestly, it's just like, it's kind of just like a, a harem anime. It's, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of dumb to be honest. It's, it's a harem anime with like battle girls kind of. Um, but I do love the character Kurumi a lot. Um, but yeah, data bullet, uh, data live fragment, data bullet, um, had some spinoff light novels and that's what this movie is based off of. Cells at Work, anime's second season premieres in January 2021, with part of the anime's first screening in theaters in September. So yeah, man, Hataraku Saibo, Cells at Work, part two. Um, Danny was talking about on our latest episode, um, Cells at Work made her list there. And she was talking about that, this manga called like Cells at Work, Code Black, I think it's called, Hataraku Saibo Black. And it takes place in a body where the body of the person is like a smoker and a heavy drinker and apparently it's really funny um which is also kind of depressing because someone's like addiction to alcohol and cigarettes is not supposed to be funny but apparently that's you know that's the it's, there's a comedic take on it if you've seen cells at work you know that there's a comedic element to it but it's also there's some serious elements to it like when they deal with the cancer cells and all of that stuff um it's crazy but yeah i love cells at work a very good show very educational very sweet show Okay, we are at the end here, and you know what? I just kind of want to talk about what we've, what I've been doing personally in isolation, and maybe kind of help you guys, um, you know, get some ideas. I, you know, I know some people might be going stir crazy, and things like that. And although she won't admit it, I do believe Trisha is going a little stir crazy. She gets she gets bored easier than I do, but. Um, and, and if I get too personal, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. So I'll try and, you know, I'll try and keep that to a minimum, obviously, but not like, so where I live right now, pretty much everywhere is closed except for grocery stores, hospitals, uh, pharmacies and gas stations. And then I think some restaurants are allowed to be open if they have like a drive up service, drive through service. Um, and basically um, warehouse jobs, things like that, that are essential to the community and essential to, uh, whatever those places are staying open. So things like, uh, where they produce food warehouses, where they produce food or, um, for example, like Domino's, right. They get their dough made in a, in a warehouse, in a food warehouse, like a, in a, on an industrial line. And then they ship the dough to all the restaurants all the Domino's restaurants. I believe that's how um, most big chain pizza places do it. So they have dough at the ready. You know what I mean? Um, so those places are open. Um, Trisha, where Trisha works, she she digitizes like historical government documents and other historical documents, things like that. So her job is considered quote unquote essential. So I have to carry a piece of paper in my car because I give her a ride to work. Um, 
I drive her to work and pick her up. So I have to carry a piece of paper in my car that says, you know, um, hey, so like if a cop stops me, then I can show them be like, this is why I'm out right now. Um, but anyway, other than that, it basically is just I take Trisha to work and I, I, I come back here and I hang out and then I, I do podcast stuff, work on podcast stuff, and then I go pick her up and we come right back home. Uh, that's basically it. If I have to stop at the store or the gas station or something, I will do it before I go pick her up or after I drop her off. That way I'm not making an extra trip just to go, you know, anywhere. Um, I've been really safe. I've been washing my hands, everything. I hope you guys are doing the same, you know, wash your hands before and after you leave your house, like before when you, when, before you leave and then after you get back, wash your hands, um, things like that, wipe everything down. When I've been going to the grocery store, I've been wiping and I was, I was already doing this anyway when I go to the grocery store, but I like always grab, they always have like a Clorox wipe station, uh, where you grab your carts and I always wipe down the cart handle. I do that anyway. So I've just been doing that and I've been wiping down, uh, the products I take off the shelf, uh, things like that. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you with that, but what I've been doing to keep myself busy in isolation, other than working from home for my day job stuff, which we is not a lot. I'm just working with one client right now and I'm just doing it at home. So there's that other than doing podcast stuff. Um, trying to think of, of uh, extra content. I'm already talking with a bunch of other podcasters and some other people to guest on extra content episodes for you guys. Uh, those might be AO episodes. They might just be regular anime summit episodes. Um, I'm, I'm talking with Danny and Nick about that kind of stuff and figuring out what we can do. Um, yeah, for extra content for you guys and stuff like that. So, Basically, though, I am surrounded by video games. So I just have video games all over the place. I'm a natural, you know, gamer. I'm 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 a regular gamer nerd like a lot of you guys are, you know, anime nerd. Of course, there's a plenty of anime for me to watch that I got to watch for the podcast, so that's taking up a lot of my time as well. Um, but some ideas that I had, for, you know, like and, and and I'm also an artist, so I can just draw and paint if I want or whatever. And I also have many hobbies like comic books and fixing broken consoles, fixing Game Boys, making custom Game Boys out of the parts I have, things like that. I can do all that stuff. But um, podcasts, that's one thing. That's going to be your best friend, I think. I also think for uh, for games on Steam uh, that I feel like would take up a lot of your time, I'm going to go over my Steam list here and tell you. Uh, Terraria, that is a big one. That will take up so much of your time, like legit, especially if you don't go through all the bosses as quick. You know, if you spend a lot of time just building your house and building a sweet world, that will definitely take up a lot of your time. Um, if you're into precision platforming, uh, or speed running, or even just casual precision platforming, uh, Dust Force, uh, and I only say that because, like, you can get through each level just fine, whatever, you know. But then it's all about trying to perfect the level because you get graded at the end of each level. You get a grade on uh, if you, you know, got hit or died in the level and if you cleaned up all of the, the dust, quote-unquote, the garbage. Um, and the perfect grade is an S. So basically you want to get two S's at the end of each level. So, like, your first playthrough of it, you're probably not going to get a perfect grade on everything. 
but it will take up a lot of your time as you sit there and try and perfect your runs to not get hit or die and clean up every inch of garbage and eliminate every dusty enemy, things like that. So that will take up a lot of your time. Um, tabletop simulator. That is another thing that, um, is really good. Um, me and Ed and Danny, I believe, uh, Ed is the mod on our discord known as ARA. Um, we are going to try and find some, some games to play on this, but if you don't know what tabletop simulator is, basically it is, hold on, let me find the store page. Basically it's this customizable program. We'll say. It's also it's a game, but it's also it's, it's a program where you can use assets built into the game, like a poker table, poker cards, uh, different kinds of boards like chess boards, checker, whatever. Uh, custom cards you can upload, images, things like that, to basically make any game you want via tabletop. So, like, I've seen people play mahjong on it. I've seen people make custom mahjong games. There's a Steam Workshop asset, so you can. Um, you know, download other people's versions of Mancala or Solitaire or whatever. I've seen people do D&D campaigns on it. Um, it's it's awesome. I've seen people do, like, makeup tactical RPG games with little combat figures that are uploaded assets into the game. Um, it's by Berserk Games, and it's 20 bucks. There's also a four-pack that is worth 60 bucks, So that makes it $15.00 each game so you could get four of your friend you know you and three of your friends each fork over fifteen dollars um and get the four pack so you're not paying the twenty dollars and then there's add-ons for the game as well that are costs like they're like eight bucks ten bucks things like that um that is a very that's a big recommendation of mine i got it when it was on sale i honestly would put it on your wish list right now and see if it goes on sale like next week or something um fight and rage which is a a uh, side scroll beat em up game, kind of like Streets of Rage or Final Fight. That is a really good game. That will take up a lot of your time because it actually has like 50, 80 some endings, 80 some possible endings that you can get um, because of decisions you make in the game and because of which character you pick. So there's that as well right now. Um, Owl Boy, just because it's a great game. I don't think it'll take up too much of your time once you do one playthrough of it, but um, Owl Boy. Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection and Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Play through all the Mega Man games. Um, Mega Man X Legacy Collection Volume 1 has X1, 2, 3, and 4. And then it has the Legacy Challenge. And then the Legacy Collection Volume 2, I believe, has X5, 6, 7, and 8. And then it has the Volume 2 Legacy Challenge. Um, the Legacy Challenges are really sweet. That's been taking up a lot of my time lately. Because basically what it is is you run through 10 boss you run through 10 different matches and each match is three rounds of boss fights but each boss fight is two bosses so like round one so each one has three matches right i think round one was like it's like chill penguin and frost walrus is the first match first round then the second round is like storm eagle and metal shark player you know what i mean it's Chell Penguin from Mega Man X1 and Frost Wallace from Mega Man X4, and you're fighting both of them at the same time. And you can do, like, buster-only runs. You can pick weapons so you have the ultimate armor on, whatever. And if you don't want to do that because it's too hard, which, by the way, I'm on normal mode and it's really hard, 
run through the Mega Man X games. You know, play all the Mega Man X games. That's what I've been doing. Um, get good at a fighting game. You know what I mean? Learn a combo. Do some do some shit. Guns of Icarus. That's a sweet game. Uh, man, what else? You could, you know, whatever project you were working on, work on that project. Um, I know I've been working on a book for probably the better half of two years now. And I've been writing more to get in that. You know, it's a book of poetry. So I've been writing more to add to that book. Um, there's I, a lot of artists are doing like free content shit. You know what I mean? Always look out for free content. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, hopefully with these decade spotlights coming out the way they are, um, which obviously we didn't plan for them to come out during we, we didn't know we were going to have this fucking pandemic. Obviously we were just planning, we were planning to release these episodes, like record and release them like end of February, middle of March. Um, and here we are at the end of March, right? Releasing them. So hopefully with those, you can listen to those and maybe, uh, add some anime to your plan to watch list, you know, catch up on that anime, watch that anime that, that you were going to watch and you just never did. I know my problem personally is sometimes I just, I second guess myself and I have to tell myself some, just click on it on Hulu and press play or click on it in Crunchyroll and just press play. Just do it. Do it so you get the first episode down. And then you can watch the other two, two more episodes. Give it move on. You know what I mean? Like just press play. It's so hard. I don't know why I do that to myself, but I fucking do it. It's super annoying. But yeah, dude, there's plenty of things you can do. And if you, you know, want some recommendations on more games or emulators or anything like that, just add me on Discord. You don't talk to me on Discord and I can help you out. I can... I can help you out with that for sure. So that being said, I love you guys very much. Stay safe out there, okay? And uh, we're going to be bringing you some extra content hopefully soon, hopefully soon. So while we're all hunkered down, you'll have some extra Anime Summit content for y'all. And I love you very much. I love you guys so much. And honestly, I'm going to say this right now. And I should have said this at the beginning. But I got to give a shout out to Nick and Danny. I love those two so much and something I give Nick a lot of shit and we I fucking joke about him too much and I honestly shouldn't anymore because it's it's really not a game dude Nick is is he's been in it in the beginning since, since the beginning just like I have and Danny is is working really hard to think of extra content right now um, I know I always talk about it but she's been in the background just like trying to figure things out as, as you know because her job is she got her job closed down too so she's just sitting at home as well you know so but i gotta give a shout out to those two i love those guys very much i love them very much like they're my fucking fam you know what i mean so show them some love when you hear this at them on the discord and be like you're awesome love you you know what i mean show them some mad love because they deserve it for real that being said I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.